You're listening to the Feed You Podcast. This is episode 10. Welcome to the Feed You Podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights. Expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Feed You Podcast. I'm Elisa Connor, and I am so grateful for you and the, that you are here listening to this episode today. So thank you so much for being here. It really means the world to me that you're here and listening today. And for about the next five or six episodes, we are going to be talking about ways to get prepared to really rock your business in 2019. Now you may be thinking it's only November, 2018's not over yet. I know it's not, but if you're waiting until January, you're going to already be behind the curve. So it is my job and my, uh, idea to get you ready and get you motivated to get going now for 2019 and start preparing all of the things you're going to do to make sure that you are in alignment with the goals you want to meet and that you are going to the right places to get the education and information and even inspiration to get you there. So the man that I'm going to introduce you to that I am interviewing today, I met him about three years ago and I went to his event and I was invited by a mutual friend and I really didn't know what to expect. And I have to tell you that this was, you know, I guess it was two years ago when I first went and it really was one of the most powerful events I have ever been to. We did some really awesome things. One of the things that we did is we actually got to break a board in half with um, our hand. And I don't know if you've ever done the breaking board exercise, but it was pretty powerful. On one side of the board, you wrote all of the things that you were afraid of. And on the other side were all of the things that you could attain if you broke through those fears. And then symbolically breaking through that board with your hand um, led you to breaking through your fears and getting to the other side. So that event, that was just one tiny component of this amazing three-day event that he puts on. And I am so excited for him to tell you about some of the changes that he's really gone through in his life to lead him to where he is now and to um, all of the exciting things that are coming for him in the future. So let me tell you a little bit about my guest. His name is George Carroll. And George is a, not only a motivational speaker, but he's a corporate trainer who delivers high energy, inspirational and interactive presentations with a heart centered and results oriented approach. His style combined with great content, actionable tips and lighthearted sense of humor leaves his audience invigorated and ready to tackle challenges, both personally and professionally. He speaks and trains for companies worldwide, and he provides tools, strategies, and insights on peak performance, productivity, leadership, team building, and change. So help me welcome to the show, George Carroll. It is my pleasure to introduce to you um, somebody that has impacted my life greatly and um, runs one of the best events in the country. And I can't wait for him to tell you about that in a little bit. But it is George Carroll. And George, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here. And uh, I'm really excited to dig in a little bit on um, one of the 
the features that we're talking about this month is getting ready for 2019. It's almost here. It's upon us. And I know you have some great strategies to get productive, stay productive, not only through the end of 2018, but to really start off your 2019 with a bang. Oh yeah, absolutely. If for people that don't know you, would you give us a little scoop on who you are, how you got started and how you got into being productive? Well, let me just drop this in here just real quick before I jump in there, because you bring up a great point. And the thing that people tend to do, most people, is they wait until January 1st of the new year, and then they say, okay, what are my goals for the year? And by that point in time, their past thoughts and emotions and behavioral patterns haven't already created momentum. And so what happens is they have to slow that momentum down if it's not the momentum that they want, and then redirect it in the direction that they want to go. So uh, I am excited to talk about that. Uh, but how I got into this whole world of, of speaking and doing seminars, um, so you know, it all starts back when I was a kid. I had a childhood dream to play professional football and got into college and was inching my way toward playing pro football, ended up shattering my leg and my ankle uh, and my dreams of, of playing pro football. So jumped into the corporate world, got into technology sales and moved into a management position pretty quickly. And I got a taste of what it was like to teach and train and develop people. And that's where I kind of got the bug when I was 24 years old. And, um, but I, I just couldn't stand my boss. I couldn't stand having a boss. And so um, I got really depressed, you know, after football came to an end and after uh, my first job was in a lot of turmoil with my boss, uh, fell into a deep state of depression. And I woke up one morning, I was like, why am I here? You know, what's my purpose on the planet? And a week later, found myself in the Denver Public Library and I was just looking for hope or something. And I wander up to the personal development section and there's all these books and I start reading the spines of the books and I see one book and it says Personal Power by Anthony Robbins. And feeling powerless in that moment, this book just really resonated with me. And so that book was sort of my initiation into the whole personal development world. And um, after that, I decided to go on a 30-day media fast. So, you know, for 30 days, no TV, no radio, no social media, just personal development information. And after that 30 days, I really felt rejuvenated. And I decided I was going to quit the job that I was at at the time. So I gave my two-week notice. And in that two weeks, I wasn't teaching and training on sales or technology like I was supposed to. I was actually teaching them what I was learning out of these books and audio programs that I was listening to. And on my last day, I gave this real heartfelt speech about success and failure and all of that and happiness and um me and my team, we were really close. We had a big cry. And three of my reps came up to me right after that. They said, George, you should be a motivational speaker. You should be a motivational speaker. You should be a motivational speaker. And the third time, I heard it. And I always tell my audiences, I don't know what your religious or your spiritual beliefs are, but I do believe that the universe or God or the Almighty or whatever it is that you call that force communicates to us in a lot of different ways. And in many cases, it's through other people. And so when I, that third time I heard it, you know, you should become a motivational speaker. I said, okay, uh, but I had no idea how I was going to go from depressed corporate manager to a motivational speaker, but I was just willing to apply some of the things that I learned out of these books. Like the next book that I read after that was called uh, Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. And he teaches the power of visualization and using mental imagery and mental rehearsal as a way to achieve your goals and increase confidence. Uh, long story short, about four years later, after I had that sort of new inspiration and new uh, dream to become a motivational speaker, uh, this was May of 2009. I started a, just a small, you know, training and, and coaching company where I'd hold my own workshops and all that good stuff. And over the last almost decade at this point, um, it's grown into an international organization where I speak and train. In fact, I'm flying out uh, tonight to Vegas to speak tomorrow and then to Houston to speak on Friday. 
um, it's just grown into, you know, something that I really love and impacts a lot of people in a positive way. And um, I just couldn't be more grateful for the path that I'm on. And I love, um, I love that you tell that story because that's one of the things that I really focus on on this podcast is getting people to dig deeper than just the minutia of doing. And I love that you did connect with your purpose and that you took that leap, that leap of faith that a lot of people won't take and um, dove into, okay, I've got to do something because what beating my head against this wall is not working. Um, so to dig into that a little deeper, you know, some people are like, I don't know where to start. And, you know, I just can't go, I can't go on a 30 day fast and read books, but, um, I, I also need to progress in my business. So I'd love for you to touch on how important it is to do that deep, deep digging on your purpose in order to have it show up in your bank account. That's a good question. So, um, so the question is finding purpose so that it positively impacts your bank account. Right. So, I, you know, it is important that, that you find work that you love. And I think one of the best simple formulas that people can take on is always over deliver, or do your best to over deliver in whatever it is that you're doing. You know, make sure that what you're providing, your services, your products, your programs, make sure that it, if, the value that they receive uh, far exceeds the amount of money that they pay. And I think that's been a really great formula for us over the years. Um, but sometimes, you know, through living life, uh, life will help you find your purpose if you're paying attention. And if you have a desire to find something that, that you're passionate about. For me, um, I know that I loved performing in front of people with football. I love the feeling of being at my best. Um, and I never, I didn't know I was going to find something that could help me reconnect to that feeling. But fortunately, you know, through life circumstances and um, uh, certain things that happened, I, I tapped into, you know, something that gives me that same feeling of adrenaline, excitement, enthusiasm. Um, so I think everybody's going to be a little bit different in terms of finding their mission. But as far as making sure that it impacts your bank account, whatever your product service or programs are, make sure that you are adding value to people, solving specific problems. And I, I guess that would really kind of uh, take us into the next step is know who you're serving to, know who your audience is. Uh, like for me, I know that I, the greatest year of your life is one of my three-day, or is my three-day program that we do in January. And we tend to attract people who are on a personal, professional, and spiritual growth path um, that tend to be solo entrepreneurs. So we know that that's kind of our target audience for that event, uh, but my corporate speaking audience is different. So knowing who your target audience is um, gives you a deeper insight on how you can help them. So uh, for example, I'd love to turn it back over to you. Um, uh, in terms of your target audience, who is it that your message and, and your work serves? So specifically for this podcast, it's very different. I have, to, I also have two audiences, but for this podcast, it's for people that are the healers of the world and they are continuing, continuing to feed into people all day long and they are, you know, either physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual healers. It could fall into any of those categories, but they are so burned out by the end of the day that they don't have the time or the energy to invest in learning how to grow their business, um, scale their business, or, you know, make, make their, um, purpose known to the people that really need to know who they are. Sure. And last but not least, they're, they're afraid to charge what they're worth. And so I created this podcast in order to feed those people who are constantly feeding others. Mm, love it. And, it. and it's probably a lot easier for you to develop content and create content if you know who you're talking to. 
Exactly. Exactly. And, and same for the listener, you know, for those of you listening or watching in, it's, it's, if you know who you're serving, then you can do a lot of research and figure out, well, what are the biggest problems that they have that my brilliance, my genius, my skills can help solve. And then you charge money for it. I mean, we buy things because they specific, they solve problems or enhance certain areas of our life. Um, and so I think it's important as an entrepreneur to figure out who you're serving and what problems are you helping them overcome? Right. So let's move over to goal planning and how that kind of feeds into goal planning. Because once you figured that out, you know who you're serving and you know what their problems are and you know how you solve them. How do you plan for your year? I mean, how do you plan to grow and scale in all of those different elements of, of who you are, not just your business, but your person and your spirituality and all of those, you know, you've had a lot of growth, growth since I've met you. You've grown your family by two. Um, so, you know, how do you, how do you kind of plan for that? How do you look ahead and go, okay, I want to go here? Yeah, good question. So clarity is a very important thing as it relates to achieving your goals because what I've learned along the way is that the brain loves clarity. And if we have, if we're unclear about what we want for the year, we're going to get unclear results. But if we're very clear on what we want to create for the year, then our brain can help us because our brain is a very powerful piece of equipment. But if we don't learn how to utilize it uh, to our advantage, then it's just going to kind of, um, you know, we're sort of just going to fall in kind of the default patterns that most of society lives in. Um, so first thing is, is get clear on what it is that you desire to create. And so maybe, for example, it's in your business. Maybe it's in your health and your physical vitality. Uh, maybe it's in your relationship. Maybe it's in your, uh, your financial world. So getting clear on what area of life will help you begin the process of clarity. There's a, a great exercise that you can Google called the Wheel of Life. Um, and essentially, if you think about like a pie chart, it has a bunch of slices to the pie of all the most important areas of life. And then you just give yourself on a scale of one to 10, um, where is this area of my life operating from? And then you take a look at it and, and you look at, okay, well, my physical health and vitality is at a five. Um, maybe this is an area that I should probably focus on this year. Um, my, my, you know, my business right now is at a four. Maybe I should focus on my business. And then you set goals in that specific category. And this is one of the processes that, that you would go through if you went to our three-day event called The Greatest Year of Your Life. Um, we help you get clear on the specific areas that need your attention. And then we help you create You've, you've probably heard it before, SMART goals, but there's a small variation of it. So uh, the S in the SMART acronym stands for specific. So let's use an example. Um, something specific for me, one of my goals this year, and, and at our event, we have you focus on just three goals for the year. Because if we overwhelm ourselves, we go into information overload. When we go into information overload, we get stressed. When we get stressed, we shut down and we go right back to doing what's comfortable and familiar. So we don't want to overwhelm ourselves with my top 10 goals for the year. Just choose three important goals for you. Um, and for me, my health is always important because as a new dad with kids in diapers, you know, energy is my most important resource. So I'm always focused on my health and my vitality. Um, so this year, one of my goals for my health is to weigh in at under 170 pounds while increasing my strength and energy times two from last year. So notice the specificity in that. There's a specific weight goal. There's a double my strength and energy goal that I have plugged in there. So that takes care of the specific. Um, the M stands for measurable. Like, can you measure your progress? Because if you can't track it, you don't measure it. And if you don't measure it, there's a good chance that you're just going to forget about it. So how are you going to measure your progress? 
Um, the A typically in the SMART model stands for attainable, but I substitute the A for awesome. Like, does it light you up? Does it light you the Does it light you the You know, does it really get you pumped and excited to go after it? Because if you have a goal that is maybe something that somebody else wants for you and you're not excited about it, the chances of you going after it are very slim to none. So make sure it lights you up. It gets you excited to go after it. The R, is it relevant? You know, is it relevant to your larger mission and your vision? And, you know, these are things that we help you create at the greatest year of your life is helping you understand, well, what is your mission on the planet? You know, what's your vision for that? Um, also, what are your, what's your purpose? What's your why? So is it relevant to those things? And then the T stands for, is it time bound? Do you have a time uh, stamp on it that you, a completion date, so to speak, not a deadline. Don't use the word deadline, uh, but use the word completion date. Um, and I think if you play inside of that model, it will help you get clear on, on what specific areas to start with and then how to get a little bit more specific with your goals so that your brain is clear. Because we all, I mean, y'all, you've heard that metaphor before. It's um, our brain, we find more of what we focus on. And a great example of that, and I always give this example, is anytime we get a new car, what do we tend to see more of? Oh, you see your car all the time. Yeah, you tend to see your same car everywhere you go. And it's because we were, when we decided, okay, I need to get a new car, we start doing research, right? We look around, who's driving what? Oh, I like this car, let me do some research on it. And all the while, you're focusing your attention on that car. Um, and then you go to the dealership, you take it for a test drive, and you get excited, you sign the papers, you call your friend, hey, I'm coming over, I got a new car, you take it on a road trip, you know, you go home, you park your car, five minutes later, you look out the window, you're like, ah, oh, there it is. And we have all that attention and focus on that car. And all of a sudden, pop, 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 we start seeing our car everywhere we go. Where our brain is the same way, is that if we can consistently focus on what we desire, our brain will help us find the resources to bridge that gap from where we are to where that goal is. So if I can offer one tool that will enhance your goal achievement uh, potential, at least tenfold is just write, get clear on your goals and write them down once a day. Once a day. Yeah. That's an, that's an awesome, that's that right there is the key once a day. That's it. I mean, even if you, even if you did it once every other day, like there, what happens is, is when we write things down, when we write a goal down, it ingrains our neurology even deeper every single time. And over the course of time, that electrical impulse eventually works, will turn into the emotional biochemical equivalent where we start to get inspired to take action, where we get aligned with that goal. And then we start to take uh, or, or we start to get some of the insights uh, of what actions to take. So, I mean, I, I'm a huge, like, I have a year long program called the breakthrough Academy. And that's one of the things that we do on a daily basis is we write down our goals every day and we send them to our accountability partner. And it's amazing what these people are accomplishing. Well, and would you um, journey with me for a minute and go along with the preface that we're all energy. Mm -hmm. And if we're all energy and we're trying to attract like-minded energy, writing that goal down is specifically aligning our energy with that goal, which makes it easier for that the, uh, the energy for the fruition of that goal to attract to us. Oh yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. So some of us get um, really caught up in the mind of failure. Like I didn't make my goals last year. So now do I even want to set goals for this year? Like what would you say to somebody that has kind of that like, uh, well, you know, it's, I, I didn't get to where I wanted to go last year. So I might as well not even bother this year. 
what I have to say to those people is get the fuck over it. Like get over yourself and move on. The thing is, is like we, we have so many different ways that, that we compartmentalize ourselves and trap ourselves in these boxes. And one of them is saying, oh, I didn't achieve my goal last year. Or, well, I'm not even tried this year. Just like you said, like get over it. The th one thing to consider is that it's not about achieving the goal. And you probably heard this before, but it's not about the goal. Like me getting to 170 pounds isn't about me weighing 170 pounds. It's about me having the energy to be a phenomenal dad to my boys. Like that, that's what it's about for me. So it's about the growth. And Jim Rohn said this a long time ago. He said, it's not about the goals. It's about the person that you have to become to, to actualize those goals into your life. So the, the reward of setting goals is not getting the goal. It's the growth. It's the expansion. It's the transformation that comes as a result of you going after your goals. So, I mean, get, get over failure and just go and enjoy the journey. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, we did in my Breakthrough Academy recently is um, I have them do quarter, like a quarterly goal, like I'm committed to achieving this goal. And recently, um, we had sort of a quarterly meeting to check in, you know, where are they on these goals? And a lot of them were like getting uncomfortable and say, well, I didn't achieve my goal. And it's like, the, the only person that's going to beat you up for not achieving your goals is you. So uh, at some point, you just got to get over beating yourself up and enjoy the journey. Right. And I just, I want to just um, say that one more time for people, because I really think that's important that you really are the only person that's going to beat yourself up if you don't make your goals. Mm -hmm. And if you learned anything along the way, haven't you achieved what you wanted to achieve anyway? Mm -hmm. I give it. For, for me, like I've already won the game of life because I know how to be happy. For me, the game is happiness. That's that's it. If I'm happy, then everything else is just a bonus. Like all the stuff that comes, all the rewards, all the financial rewards, everything that comes um, is just a bonus. If I'm happy first, I won the game. Right. So I came to your event, I think it was two years ago, and it was really impactful. Um, but one of the things that we did was to get our fear out of our head. So do you want to talk about that a little bit? Because some people set their goals really low because they're like, I'm too afraid. You know, I, I don't know if I can do that. And I'm afraid to reach for that other goal. And so talk about that a little bit. Getting fear out of your head? And out of the way of your goals. Okay. So if you study brain, like you guys, oh, yeah, you have a three pound piece of equipment between your ears that is just phenomenal. I mean, just phenomenal. And it's, it, it, this is your sort of your, your central nervous system on how you operate, what influences your behaviors. And if you're going to learn how to achieve your goals, I think it's, it's so important to learn how your brain works. So for example, as it relates to fear, um, according to NeuroGym, one of the top priorities of your brain is safety and survival. And so anytime that you set a goal or you think about going outside of your comfort zone or you think about going after that goal, you're going to activate the motivational centers of your brain and you're going to get excited, but immediately because your brain is designed on a primary level for safety and survival, it's going to trigger cortisol. It's going to trigger fear. And that's just the initial response of your brain to say, hey, check in. Is this safe? Is there any danger? Because we have a very, it's an old piece of equipment. And so back in the caveman days, you know, we had to be very alert for saber-toothed tigers and lions and things of that nature so that we wouldn't die. 
Um, and that the, the amygdala, that part of our brain is still there and it's still active. So you have to remember that fear doesn't go away. It's, it's it, like, it, it just, it will not go away from a, from a, a, a neurophysiological standpoint. Fear will not go away. You'll always get the cortisol shot anytime you're thinking of going outside of your comfort zone because you, your brain's job is to keep you safe. The key to this though is, and this is so important to get, is that recognize that initial response of fear and, 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 and ask the question, is there any imminent danger? Is there any real danger here um, that I need to be afraid of? So there's a couple of different types of fear. There's the, the irrational fear, the fear of failure, the fear of success, the fear of being judged, all those irrational fears. But then there are rational fears that are important for us to have an awareness of, like sometimes fear of heights. You know, if we're on a high ledge, we want to be alert. Um, you know, fear of fire. You know, if we don't, if we get too close to the fire, we want that cortisol shot to shoot off so that we could back off from it. So that's, I think, the biggest key to, to getting beyond fear is recognizing that the initial part of that response of your brain does not go away. But what people tend to do is that that initial fear response, when they, they think about their goal and they get motivated and then initially the, the, the fear centers of the brain kick in and say, well, wait a minute. And then they start, their mind starts to create these stories that are attached to that cortisol shot. Well, what if, you know, and they start making these what if stories like, well, what if, oh man, what if I get judged or, you know, what if, what if I get, uh, what if I fail or what if I do become successful and people aren't going to like me? We create all of these stories that then push us back into our comfort zone so we stay safe. So going down that thought pattern, you know, when you start hearing that story and you're doing everything in your power to keep, to move past the fear, what, what would you recommend for people that are like, they hear those stories coming up and they're like, but I'm not going to buy into it. But you know, there's this fight within yourself. Like how do you keep pushing forward to push past the stories? It's a, it's going to be different for everybody. Um, for me personally, it's just simply about recognizing like step one, recognizing, okay, that's my brain just trying to keep me safe. Um, and then taking a couple of deep breaths in because it, when you're in a stress response, like your creativity, your genius is all shut off. So I get back into getting out of my amygdala, getting out of the stress response and getting back into my creative mindset, getting back into my genius mindset so that I can think clearly on it. So that's another step is, is, is turning off the stress circuits uh, so you can activate your creativity, activate what we call an NLP called resourcefulness, um, and then choose from there. Another thing that you can do, and this is, I'm, you know, I'm a big action taker. I do believe that the, 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 the people who are crushing it in this world are their action takers. They take big action. And so for me, um, I look at, well, what's just one step I can take, not, you know, try to eat the whole elephant in one bite, but what's, let me just take a bite here. What's one bite that I can take? Um, cause a lot of people, what they tend to do is they overwhelm themselves with, okay, I'm going to, how do I take 10 steps, you know, in this one step instead of just scaling it down and say, what's one small specific action I can take on a daily basis to move toward my goals. So, um, I think another key to, to help minimizing the fear other than getting out of the stress circuits, um, is to chunk down your actions so that they're specific and they're doable. Nice. And you mentioned NLP in there, and you actually were the first one to introduce me to NLP. Will you talk a little bit about what that is and how it works and how people can get started with it or learn more about it? 
Sure. Yeah, we do a lot of NLP at our three-day event. Um, so NLP stands for neuro-linguistic programming. It's been around since the 70s, and initially it started off by wanting to understand what is it that separates people who are very successful and people who are not successful because we all have a nervous system, we all have a physical body. It's just a matter of how we're using it. So and NLP started with the question of what separates those two and then it turned into modeling. So they started looking at like leadership, therapists, um, athletes, and looked at, well, what is it about their psychology? What is it about their mindset that has them achieve these amazing results? Um, and they started to uncover and unpack the, I mean, this entire internal landscape of how we operate. Um, one thing that was really powerful for me with NLP is, is knowing that we have these unconscious programs that were installed mostly through childhood and if we have, um, you know, traumatic childhood past and experiences, a lot of those past experiences are going to stop us moving forward um, unless we go back in time and literally change the, the, I mean, you would maybe say vibration, change the energy of the experience, change the memory, the frequency of it, the emotion of it so that it's no longer pulling you back. So NLP is a way to understand um, how your values and your beliefs and your thoughts and your emotions all contribute to your behaviors and actions and your communication so that you can create the results you desire. Um, it's, it's like, here's a great example. Um, a woman came to me when I first started my business and she was waking up at 2 PM or 2 AM uh, every single morning on clockwork. And our first session, I was just asking questions, you know, I said, okay, is there anything that happened when you were younger, like in your, your childhood at 2am that would trigger this to happen for the last 20 plus years? And she kind of looked up for a second and she, she captured a memory and she started welling up. She started tearing and she said, yes, when I was five years old, I woke up and my parents were arguing. So I went into the living room and I was really tired and and my mom pointed at me in the heat of the moment. She said, this is all your fault. And that poor girl, that poor little five-year-old girl, immediately a program was installed that's saying, if her parents split, it's all her fault. So that commanded her unconscious mind to wake her up at 2 a.m. every single morning for 20 plus years. And it was crazy. This woman was uh, in her... I think mid thirties, but she looked like she was in her late forties because she was so worn from all the lack of sleep. Um, but we did two sessions, two NLP sessions. We went back into time. We changed that memory in her unconscious. Um, and after two sessions, she started sleeping like a baby. Yeah. So the years of like the times of, of change and transformation needing to take years is, is it's over. There's, I mean, NLP can really help eliminate fears and phobias in a matter of a few hours if one is ready for change. Yeah, that's incredible. And it's, I, you know, I keep reading more and more about the subconscious and how it's 95% of our decision-making is done by our subconscious. And so that, that is so empowering when you realize that something like NLP exists to help you reprogram those negative parts of your subconscious. Totally. You, you, you made a great point. So um, our decisions are made by the subconscious. So at my events, I always ask the audience, you know, how many of you would go skydiving with me if you had the chance? And typically half the room raises their hands and half of them don't. And then we reverse engineer their decision making process. And underneath it all, it's their values and beliefs that make their decisions for them. Exactly. 
Well, I so appreciate you being here and I um, would love for you to tell people about your upcoming event. It is definitely an event not to miss and I know that you have some promotions going on pretty quickly. So um, tell us all about the greatest year of your life. Greatest Year of Your Life three-day event. We've been doing it since 2011 and it started off as just a simple two-hour vision board workshop and it's grown into a three-day transformational experience. I can tell you about how amazing it is, but I think it's more important for you to listen to the participants and what they're saying about it. So I would just recommend that people go to G-Y-O-Y-L.com, like greatest year of your life, G-Y-O-Y-L dot com and the agenda's up the guest speakers are all up um the 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 participant reviews the videos you can watch i mean you everything that you need to determine whether this is a good fit for you is is on that page so i would just say go there check it out if it's for you sign up um, we do have an opening day special on october 1st that you definitely want to be aware of um and then january 11th through the 13th those three days is when we rock the house and the um, promotion for the October first is that on that page too on your yeah, on the website? It is. Okay. It is. If you're if you're lucky enough to register on October first, um, it's ninety five percent off the full ticket price of two thousand dollars. Nice, and it is well worth whatever he's charging because it is an amazing event, and it will change you. It will impact your life. So one of the things I do before I let you go is. Um, I ask these kind of fun questions. I call them my coffee talk questions and I just pull a, full, a few in there just really to help people get to know a little bit more about the fun side of you. Not that you're not fun normally, but um, so I'm going to throw a, a couple out there if that's okay. Yep. Uh, the first one, your favorite business book that you've read in the last 90 days. Uh, Lois Kramer has a book. I think it's, over there. It's called Book More Business and it's for professional speakers. And she's been doing the, the speaking business for 30 plus years. And in this book, she just offers some golden nuggets on how to book more spe paid speaking engagements. So that's the one that pops for me. Nice. And what are three things you do to start your day? Before I open my eyes, I just start repeating in my mind, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then I start thinking about all the people in my life, my family, my in-laws, my friends, my net, and I start just circulating that gratitude um, all to those people that I care about. And I wish them, like I, I just send them love and I wish them all the best and, and a magical day. Um, that's the first thing that I do when I wake up. Uh, next thing is coffee. Uh, I, I enjoy my morning coffee. It's a it's an anchor for me. Something else you'll learn in NLP, it's an anchor. Um, and it, and and as I get my coffee, my boys are awake by this time, and I, I spend uh, two full days out of the week with them. So in the mornings, as I drink my coffee, I, I'm saying affirmations out loud while they're there. So one of the things that I say all the time is, today's going to be a good day because we're going to make it that way. And so Callan, my two-and-a-half-year-old, every time I say, Callan, today's going to be a good day because, and he, he just automatic, he says, because we're going to make it that way. Um, so th those are the three things that I do right away. I love that. And I love that you're starting your kids so young. Um, I think about, you know, growing up with not necessarily negative parents, but just having the complete opposite as a dad, that would be such an amazing experience. And I can't wait to see what they grow into because that's really, yeah. that's Thanks. really exciting um, to wait, wait to go with a new generation. Thank you. Okay. So favorite, uh, you have to choose Batman or Superman. Superman. You can fly. 
Okay. Hey, I like it. That was the first time anybody said that. That's kind of cool. Some people pick Batman because of his voice. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, do you have a most unusual talent? I do a great Chewbacca. Do oh, a great will Chewbacca, right? Will you do it? That is awesome. That is an awesome Chewbacca. I can't wait to play that for my kids. They'll love it. Okay. And last one. What was the last thing you learned? Just in general? Mm -hmm. A few things are coming to mind. Um, Let's see. I'm kind of looking for something like epic, you know. Let me think on this one for a second. Yeah, it's a tough one. I know when you you learn so much every day, but something that just kind of sticks in your mind that you're like, oh, that was a good thing. This is this is kind of what's coming. So magnesium, I, I didn't know this, but magnesium, because I'm all about peak performance and operating at, at peak levels, but magnesium is really important for the cells to have in them so the mitochondria of our cells can release uh, ATP um, and energy in our body. So if you want more energy, add magnesium to your diet. Yes. And I actually knew that from a chiropractor one time. He said um, that you have to have more magnesium than you think because you don't get it from your food. Mm. And so, and it really helps to kind of uh, electrify all of your cells. So yes, that's an awesome. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. Of course. Um, so tell my listeners a little bit more about where they can find you. And if they want to book you for speaking gigs, we know where to find out about greatest year of your life, but any, anything else, that they would want to tune into to learn more about you. Yeah, check out gyoyl.com. And then my my corporate speaking part side of my business is GC, like George Carroll, gcspeaker.com. Nice. And you have your greatest year of your life event coming up. Do you have anything else that's coming up on the in the next couple of months that people should be aware of? Well, we do. I actually, I partnered with my NLP trainer. She's based out of Australia. And now every year I fly her out here and she does an NLP practitioner certification training. Um, that's going to be in Colorado in North Denver, July 10th through the 16th. Um, I would visit nlpworldwide.com to learn more about that. I think, you know, NLP is just kind of one of those very magical and mystical models um, that helps people quickly overcome past limitations, fears, and traumas. Um, So if you're interested in that, that's where to go. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being here. I really appreciate your time and having you come and share your information and education and all of your wisdom with us. And um, I hope that everyone listens up to... uh, to go and uh, check out the greatest year of your life. George is holding up his t-shirt to the uh, camera right now, which is so um, George, but uh, so yeah, go check it out. You'll love it. And I'll make sure that I um, include a link in the show notes to all of the stuff that George has talked about. So thanks so much for being here. Appreciate it. Take care. podcast at www.alisaconnor.com forward slash podcast. 